the social introvert. And here we are with the second issue of Marvel vs. DC with Sid Davis and Malik Miller. Yeah, man. Um, it took me a minute because you you said, I think I'm going to settle with Sinestro. And I'm like, oh, shit. Actually, I think you said, what do you think about Sinestro? I said, Sinestro is like super underrated. I don't think he gets um, the recognition like that, even though he's known to be like the arch nemesis of green lantern but he's not really in conversations and i'm like who could match up with him or so i decided i'm like you know what let me let me go with mysterio he is one of my favorite spider-man villains so yeah and and i think this is really cool because i think both these guys have kind of similar backgrounds which is kind of cool they both kind of come from working with or on the good side Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, and then and then and then us two will probably get into this stuff later, so I'm not gonna get too deep into it. But Sinestro used to be looked at as maybe one of the strongest Green Lanterns of all time, and then ended up creating his own Sinestro Corps, aka the Yellow Lanterns. Um, and then like Mysterio, like he used to work under like Tony Stark, and then just like him kind of using Tony Stark's technology he created his own superhero which ended up being like a villain kind of guy but like just those two concepts are very I mean they're different of course but they're in a way it's like people who used the good just to get what they wanted which was more which then because there was more it ended up turning them kind of evil in a way Sort of like, um, not to get sidetracked, in a sense, um, two, Two-Face's analogy in The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. You live long enough to see yourself become a villain, basically. That sort of thing. Yeah, Sinestro exactly. is an example. Mysterio. Depending on which Mysterio we're talking about, I think we're talking about, the one that I did choose is Quentin Beck. Mysterio. Okay. So yeah. you know, what you were saying about using tony stark's technology only to you know turn around and play for the bad guys yeah it's quinn beck so it made sense yeah and then um yeah so yeah so he's using mysterio um from spider-man far from home and then uh i picked the sinestro in the blackest night Uh, um i think I'm gonna just get into just a little bit about Sinestro real quick. Like, okay, so when he first became a Green Lantern, it wasn't by normally these Green Lantern rings, when their host dies, they go and they find a host that has the same willpower. Like, basically, like the Green Rings are for will. And um, when it came to Sinestro, he was in the area of a Green Lantern that crashed because he was fighting Parallax. And then 
and then um the ring was trying to protect itself because mm-hmm. it was going to get destroyed that it 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 it, it attached itself to uh sinestro who then used the ring to like fight off parallax and then or no i don't think it was parallax it was uh it was from the i don't know anti-life universe i like i forgot the specific but there's like like a like an army kind of person and like uh yeah so he like basically destroyed him and then the green lantern actually woke up and was like hey like thank you for saving me like can i have my ring back mm-hmm. and then he ended up not giving back his ring and then he ended up actually becoming one of the the strongest green lantern by um and then almost to the point where he was looked at almost like a god in his um in his planet because he he centralized all the population so he could really um watch over them and protect them like so he put them all in like a local area and then and then this is when like once he had that and people started turning against him and saw that he was kind of becoming a dictator then that's when he started wanting more and was like I can't use this green because it's like like he can't bend people to his will he was trying to make them submit and be like fearful of him so then it was like that's when that's when he got to parallax and like the yellow ring and they like constructed like he went back to this one planet got his ring constructed and started the sinestro core which the yellow ring is off fear and uh just something i want to mention about why i think sinestro is such like i think this version of sinestro is is so strong is that i'm like you know how people say that things have oh i'm gonna give 110 percent, but it's like you only can give 100 right yeah like no matter how hard you work but like sinestro like he said his um his like sinestro core oath and then like he was like recharge my ring parallax and then like parallax actually comes out and he looks at him dead in his face and parallax is one of the most like untouchable probably beings and Sinestro looked him in the face said what are you waiting for creature and then he just he he harnessed his power to where he actually raises the power of his ring to 500% then to 700 700% to actually a thousand percent this dude like hit like super saiyan like four (laughs) and and um and like just like he made people like mongol just like say like i i'm not fucking with you like and just i think that's that's why i think sinestro has a strong case just based off of how he can channel his his energy into the ring and just like how strong he becomes Okay, shit. I don't know how to follow that up because <laughs> I'm way too familiar with him. Yeah, and just knowing his backstory. Because when I picked, I picked my my uh, character. I was like, oh shit, wait a minute, what did I just do? <laughs> oh fuck it, I'll just go with it. <laughs> uh, so Mysterio, uh, this version of Mysterio is MCU Mysterio Quentin Beck. Uh, who used to be a former employee of Stark Industries. And from there is, is not 
much that they really give. I don't know. I think up until maybe the end is really when everything comes to light of who he is. We know he's a master manipulator. Um, the older versions of Mysterio, they, you know, he's an illusionist. But it's, how can I put it? This MCU version of Mysterio, um, he, okay, yeah. So he's a master manipulator and he places himself up to be this, this superhero of some sort. You know, uh, just trying to get next to Peter because Peter had this relationship with Tony at one point. And so I think in a sense where it's almost as if he's trying to manipulate Peter into have him looking up to him only to double cross him, you know, later down the line. And we see that towards the end of Far From Home where Peter gets framed or Spider-Man gets framed. And then we find out who, uh, who he is under the mask. But it's, oh man, I set myself up and get my ass kicked. I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, he, what he, I know about Mysterio. He doesn't stand a chance. Is, I picked the wrong one. But no, but this is the thing, is that he has storylines against Thor. You know, he has storylines against some big people. Like, but he's, okay, but the Mysterio that I picked was the MCU Mysterio. Oh, okay, yeah, I got not, you. Not, like we not can't. the illusionist, not the illusionist Mysterio. I picked the Quentin Beck MCU. That's who I was going for. Because I'm like, okay, Stark Industries, he got the weapons. He used to work for Tony. He should know some things. Um, I think he'd be a good matchup uh, against Sinestro. And that's when you told me who he was and you were like, okay, you said, this is the matchup. We're going with that. I had to take a moment, just like you, and look up Sinestro again. And I'm like, oh, shit. I set myself up for failure. So I think I've already lost this fight, in a sense. Well, I mean, in a sense, technically, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just more like, this is between, you know, Sinestro and Mysterio. And we're just being like, you know what? Who do we think? And like, um, but... Mysterio's kind of like Iron Man mixed with Doctor Strange in a way. So I think we can't discredit him so much. I think he he would have to really he'd have to make it on his playing field. Like I think I think if he goes to Sinestro, I think it's he's done. Unless he I don't know, bro, because he can manipulate like I don't know, he has the drones. He has a lot the of different. ways that he could dimensions then he has the elementals yeah the elementals and like he and like he could really but like he could make an illusion to where like it's like um arnis or i forgot who sinestro's like love interest is it's like arnis or something like that like what if mysterio made an illusion where it's her and she's like you have to take off that ring if you want to be in love with me or something. And then, like, manipulate Sinestro to remove his ring. And then that's when Mysterio attacks him. See, but that's the... I, I don't know because you're familiar. We're both familiar with Sinestro and his history with Green Lantern and everything. Like, yeah. 
from his past up to the present, I don't think you could be easily fooled like that. <laughs> okay. I so then, so then, why don't we do this? So maybe take a quick sec and maybe think of somebody who you think can maybe match up a little better. Is there? So say like Sinestro got through Mysterio, but he was just like the first line of defense. Like who's next? <laughs> um, Let's go through the Sinestro gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it could even be like a hero. Like I mean, don't limit yourself to just villains. It could be any. It could be even somebody from DC at this point. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> but, no, no, we'll we'll rock with Mysterio. Actually, okay. you know what? Let me not do that. Um, no, I think Mysterio lost already. He, yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly. But I gotta. I'm not gonna go with because I I looked at it. I'm like, there's three different Mysterios. Which one do I? Okay. Yeah, that's how I looked at it, and I should have just said Mysterio as a whole, so I had more to play with, and end up picking the MCU version. Which is easy because that's one you've seen. Yeah, on live screen. Even yeah. though I'm I'm familiar with the animated uh, version and the comics version of them, mm -hmm. I really do like the MCU Mysterio. Yeah. So, um, you know what? We'll I'll stick with Mysterio. Okay. I will get beat down, senseless. I don't mind taking an L. The, the, uh, this one right here because. Uh, I forgot who hit me up. It's like, fam, Sinestro versus who? <laughs> Man, you already lost. <laughs> I said, well, forget it. I said, I'll go with it. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, Mysterio doesn't have powers. So, I mean, like, it's it's kind of... <laughs> it's kind of like Sinestro is just going to overwhelm him, I think. And then I think just like the only thing because in a sense he he's just a master manipulator in in this film. But you're saying that Sinestro isn't easily manipulated, so it's like he's not not even not even not even for Arnest, not at all. So okay, so then let's let's go let's go lantern versus lantern. Mm. Let's go Atrocitus. Leader of the Red Lantern. I'm not familiar with Atroc. Oh, okay. So the red, not the Red Lanterns, just the the Yellow Lantern Corps, the or the Astro Corps, and the Green Lantern Corps. Dude, you um, I've I've I have a good knowledge of all the Lantern. Um, not too much, but like Sinestro. See, this is just the icing on the cake for the Sinestro versus Mysterio is that Sinestro was the first lantern of all lanterns to wear the white lantern ring, which means it has all the powers of all the rings combined. He was the first person. Like, so that's like- It's kind of like, what is this episode anyway, bro? Like Myster Mysterio week, man. <laughs> I picked the wrong one. Okay, so but you're familiar with the Green Lantern. Green, Green Lantern Corps, yeah, uh, the Sinestro Corps, and that's 
kind of where it stops for me when it comes to green green lantern lore yeah i mean i couldn't i couldn't give names but i know kind of what each ring kind of stands for like i know like orange rings are like orange yeah there's orange but they're all dead so it's like it's very like Damn, i need to read up on um dude there's this one animated um it's like green lantern uh dc animated movie it's a it's a series it's like a 20 episode it's like a one series kind of thing but it's like 20 episodes and it's kind of like it's kind of like jimmy neutron kind of like graphics like it's not like it's 3d cartoon but not really yeah you know but no it's it's honestly probably one of the best animated thing like there's pink or like literally like, like magenta yeah it's magenta which is like love so like how jordan girl mm-hmm. she like misses him so much at the like and then that she actually gets like a pink or a magenta ring sent to her and then once she wears it she like uses it like it's kind of like their power is they make guys fall in love with them and they just use them kind of thing. <laughs> no but it's funny like like it's just like personalities and then it's like yellow's fear like green's will like blue is hope but it's cool because it's like the ring power depending on the color they actually help each other so like if there's a blue lantern around a green the green lantern becomes strong and then it's like but if yeah i definitely i definitely need to read more on the green lantern that shit sounds cool i like i know a little it's bit deep, about yeah. them, but that's that's like super deep dude yeah like i've comics really i haven't really okay got too deep into um i've i like i don't know i'm kind of like either i'll glance through a comic and just kind of like look at the pictures read kind of the important information and then i'll go on like youtube or something and just watch like a like a synopsis of the Mm -hmm. whole thing just so i can get like so i didn't miss anything or if yeah i fam if that was the case i would have definitely just picked someone much more powerful this is like so out of the three green lanterns guy gardner Hal jordan or john stewart who do you think would have because i mean sinestro did beat like Hal jordan already spoiler alert yeah um but do you think that one of them could fight Sinestro if it was like let's not let's not do Blackest Night Sinestro let's do Sinestro when he just becomes a Yellow Lantern because I feel like even then, little, even then he would have taken Hal Jordan out easily yeah um, Guy Gardner is really good uh huh but John Stewart is like like the more like he I feel like he's the only one not the only one but he's like in the top three maybe five who's like super serious and because you know prime military very exactly i feel like he stands more of a chance against sinestro yeah because yeah because how jordan's a little like reckless and he just kind of like emotional and i I just didn't like the way they portrayed him in the movie Mm. at all i was like nah yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, Ryan Reynolds is not Green Lantern. 
Like, I like Ryan Reynolds, but I'm like, this is not it, buddy. And I'm, it's funny that he acknowledges that and jokes on it, so. Yeah, but like kind of like the Tim Tebow thing, and then the dude literally hops over to Marvel and just <laughs> wears a mask. And now, <laughs> now people can fuck with him because he's wearing a mask. <laughs> It's the same dude. I was I was I was so pissed when I what was it, Wolverine? X-Men Origins? Oh yeah. They introduced him and then it got towards the end of that movie. And I'm like, who in the hell is this guy? Bald, no face. And oh yeah, that's Deadpool. I'm like, that is not Deadpool. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> that is not freaking Deadpool. God, that movie pisses me off. And then Sabretooth and Wolverine and Brothers. Yuck. Yeah, no. And and <laughs> I Well, dude, that's that's how I feel with just like superhero movies and why I wish they just I don't wanna see a newer version of Tony Stark. Like yeah, I don't I'm, wanna I'm, see I'm so good on that. I'm giving Twilight wolf a chance and in batman um, hey. what's that dude's name can't wolf? think of his name wait i'm not wolf he uh, a vampire he played the vampire more more oh no 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 i'm i'm sorry the batman the uh, guy he's playing Pattinson. batman now yeah robert Pattinson. You know? robert Pattinson. yeah i'm giving him a chance because Batman wasn't a very strong dude and people yeah like in the cartoons he's all yeah looking like Superman's clone but in real life Batman is is like like I liked Christian Bale like he was ripped and he was lean but he, but he's not some over like you're like damn like that dude's gonna beat my ass and yeah, like kind of like how they, they got Ben Affleck looking I was like he's Christ that dude <laughs> I would not go near that one. I wouldn't even mess with that Batman. Yeah, but but I I still feel like he didn't. I feel like Ben Affleck didn't play Batman that overly well. Not not really. It was. I just didn't. When I, I, didn't when I like, look at him, he's in the, in that role of Batman. He's very. I don't. It, it, he wasn't fleshed out. Yeah. Not at all, it, and you could tell like where they were going with it like he's very emotional in a mm-hmm. sense like there's like a lot of darkness to him they should have fleshed that shit out like they should have focused on Bruce Wayne more so than Batman but I felt like that's where they were trying to go yeah I yeah I feel like I feel like what they need to do with Batman because I'm getting tired of seeing origin stories mm-hmm. And okay. I get it. The only origin story I will acknowledge is Batman Begins. That is top notch chef's kiss origin. Love it. But yeah. And then also of- like also like they have the show Gotham. And it's like that's yeah. which although I feel like they cast I feel like they casted that show better than they do their movies sometimes. Like they did a great job with Gotham because I was worried about Gotham too. I was like, I don't know about this and Gotham starts slow, but once yeah. you get to like seasons three and on. Yeah, season three, dude. <laughs> it gets epic. And then like it's cool. Like I'm curious to see like if they keep it going or not and see like Batman grow up and like be like 
You know what? Because you said that I always wanted a, a Batman. I always wanted a Batman series. Live action series. Always wanted that. You should really check out Gotham and like watch it from the I mean, start. No, I mean, no, I've oh. watched Gotham all the way up oh, until the yeah. end. I'm talking about like, because <clears throat> they've been talking about trying to have Ben Affleck in his own series and the villain is Deathstroke. First, it was supposed to be a film. Then they're like, well, let's make this into a series. Mm. HBO Max, but the drama between Snyder um, and WB not wanting to continue is just like, oh man, that sucks. Um, but yeah, I, this this new Batman. Um, look, when I saw the trailer, because I finally watched the trailer, when I saw him beat down <laughs> that dude was <laughs> part of the Joker gang, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I was like, shit. I say, if this is how it's gonna be, then I'm. I'm interested. We'll see. Yeah, but I think when it comes to how these movies cast, I think obviously, like, I want to see diversity and stuff, obviously, like, I don't want but I also being, like, a fan of it and, like, kind of I just feel like the younger like i feel like they're trying to appeal to like what the younger generation like wants mm-hmm. and more like short attention spans so they throw in these little what like easter eggs and stuff what's and, bothering like, me about it is though the diversity thing is great it at least acknowledge the original characters like don't try to give me like you, you missed the window with War Machine. I don't see how you dropped the ball on that because War Machine could have been its own thing. Um, mm. uh, I see them taking advantage with Falcon, and that's great. Um, which he is an original black character, um, but War Machine simply was just set up to be like Black Iron Man, like a replacement at one point. And then they just decided, it's like, hey, what if these two team up and they just had multiple issues where these two were together? War Machine's like a off-brand version of Iron Man. Like, don't do that. Um, like you said about the whole Iron Man, Tony Stark thing, they're trying to come out with a um, an Ironheart series. And it, it's a terrible failed comic. And I'm like, why are we getting a series on that? Give us like an original character. Like, do what you're doing with Shang-Chi. Something like that. Do what you're doing with Shang-Chi. Like, how is that so hard? Uh, they're, talk- they're talking about Black Superman. And yes, there's a Black Superman. But he's not popular like that. Don't. I don't care. Like, if it's not Clark Kent, I don't really care. Like, Yeah, because that's not Superman. To, like, like, give me... Um, like a Jon Stewart movie. Give me... And, and I'm glad you said that because... Zack Snyder has been trying to do that and WB gave him so much pushback. So there's actual footage being of, you know, filmed of Jon Stewart that did not make the film because of WB. Yeah. And And like he was supposed to be in the final scene with Bruce and in replacement, he threw in Martian Manhunter. So and like um, I liked what they did like the one variation I did like was Aquaman like you know like yeah 
I feel like like Samoan Islander kind of vibe. You know what? Like that does make a, a little sense because it's like those people they like the yeah, ocean means so much to their culture. Yeah, so, I was cool with. So I was like, uh, that's not that's not what I I I, I like that like it was off to me, but it was like I could get used to it. I just I just want to see them going forward do something different to where it's like let's get those movies that um I don't know like I want to see movies about the villains too bro <laughs> not just like not like I want to see like like Thanos's story like I want to see like Guardians of the Galaxy like run into Thanos one time and he just leaves them there just but it was before he got the gauntlet and he just like fights them all and just fucks up they're all laying there like they're dead and you're like oh my god did guardians of the galaxy die and then they come back that was the biggest that was the biggest misstep that they did is leaving off at infinity war then telling us hey guys you need to go see captain marvel it sets up for endgame which had zero to do with any it had no connection so I'm like, what do we like? What was Captain Marvel for? I say, why not do a, a Thanos origin film? Like, like that's a missed opportunity. So, I feel like, um, well, I think that's that's what makes, or that's why I appreciate Star Wars for what they did, um, Revenge of the Sith, or actually starting at Episode One. Because it's you know ten years ten year old Anakin Skywalker is the setup to him to becoming Darth Vader. I'm like oh shit this this is gonna be crazy. I appreciate them for spanning that out into you know three different films. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Marvel was doing or what they were trying to do or maybe just trying to get a quick cash grab and you know the hype and excitement from fans. But we should have gotten a Thanos origin film. We should have. <clears throat> Marvel, see, like, this is the thing about DC is, like, maybe DC doesn't have the money to throw. Well, I mean, obviously they have, they, I mean, they have the money, but, they like, do, they, but they don't, they're not taking enough of, they're trying to chase after something. I feel like, like, the difference is Marvel is, like, they'll sell their characters to make money and, like, get them on Fox, get them on this. And, like, DC's, like, we're keeping all of our characters and, like, we'll let you guys know when we want to put something out. And, like, which is, like, obviously, beggars can't be choosers. But I do know that Marvel, they really messed up when they let X-Men go. Because X-Men involved in the Infinity War... Dude. would have been so much like like i love guardians of the galaxy they're one of my favorite groups but just seeing like a guy like tony stark or captain america interact with wolverine would have been like obviously hugh jackman's a little past his prime like it probably would have been different if he was like still like i mean he's still fucking ripped it probably could be oh no he's time. yeah hugh jackman now is still like in shape <laughs> he's a jackman for a reason you know <laughs> he did but like, like recently seeing him in the gym working out i was like oh i don't know if he's trying to continue to be wolverine but i mean <laughs> he, he looks the part still so it, so it's like um but even like dc 
like i want to see some i want to see like a dark side movie like i want to see or like dark side versus um who are the people that he fights it's like the new gods or something like that yes um what like is that what they're called yeah it, well he technically he is of the new gods too yeah but dark side dark side's a loose cannon and he'll fight anyway he doesn't care who you are i mean yeah he got fam <laughs> he treated he treated his uncle like shit steppenwolf oh yeah so i mean he's willing to like go to blows with anybody he doesn't care yeah and like uh <clears throat> dark side too it's like he's like thanos mm-hmm. without the infinite or like with the gauntlet but like he doesn't he doesn't need a gauntlet nope and the thing the thing that um i appreciate about thanos so much is thanos shows mercy a little bit to an extent yeah like he shows that he's like or like he shows you a sense of respect for yeah. you trying to go against him but dark side is like yeah you gotta die <laughs> omega beams yeah just fucking you gotta like, go around the corner don't even see him he's like okay that's done i was like this dude is dangerous but you know, um with the success new genesis that's what it's called new genesis versus yeah, apocalypse new- mm-hmm. that's what that that storyline is that uh the joker film had such a success okay <clears throat> they were trying to um allude to like a thing of supervillain movies and clayface came up in conversation and they said like, who would you want to see play clayface and dave batista who said he wouldn't mind doing it and then it's weird because uh dave batista was saying yeah um after this after guardians of the galaxy 3 this this it'll be the end of Drax so I'm like I don't know if he's gonna like step over and transition to DC and do something maybe yeah I hope it's the thing but I don't know but I am excited about um The Rock even though you know I kind of feel a way about his movies The Rock being Black Adam I'm really excited about yeah well I feel like I feel like we're gonna see a, a more serious version of like who The Rock is as a as an actor, I think oh, we've seen him play like the Tooth Fairy and stuff. And like <laughs> this movie is gonna be like the Rock that was like busting people's asses on WWE kind of thing. Like Run I can down. see, I can see him just like, like the the how how funny would it be like he like falls out of the sky, hits like a people's elbow or something. I would, <laughs> I would not be surprised if they try Dude. to throw a, a, a Easter egg of. WWE and that movie. Dude, that would be so hard. Like, I wouldn't even cap if he like threw him on the ground and then just like in the air was like, <laughs> just real quick. You like, if you blink, you miss it. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Like, they have movies like Black Manta, who is he? I think him and Mysterio would be a good match. I feel like they're kind of like the same yeah. level. I would upsets me about that too because I was I was excited for Aquaman and how they did Black Manta mm-hmm. they killed him and his father like 
quick. I'm like, dude, like, what's? I thought he was like the the big bad guy. Like that's how they promoted it. Yeah, was, you know, it's his stepbrother that's the villain. I'm like, dude, no, whatever. But well, it's- technically, that is kind of how it is. It's like Black Manta's more kind of like a mercenary, and like he could have. They could have taken that because the dude maybe I'm saying it because he's a fan favorite. Yeah. And I'm like, they could have fleshed his character out more. I just don't like the way they killed him off. Yeah. I mean, like how I remember it was what makes Black Manta become a stronger villain than where he is in that timeline is that like his son becomes Aqualad. Yeah. And then and then I think that's what drives him to hate Arthur, or, or I don't even know if that was his name, and yeah, and the new oh, it was still Arthur, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, and uh, it's sort of like it's a jealousy thing because it's like, who do you think you are to be the person to mentor? Yeah, my yeah like, like it, it has nothing to do with like, oh, I think you're a bad person, like it, it, it becomes like a personal beat. Mm-hmm. It's like, I am gonna fillet you because <laughs> you have my son believe in your bullshit and he thinks i'm a villain right you know? so so it's like why can't we get some authentic some relatable stories like why does it always have to be some out of this world experience when it comes to superheroes like that's why people have so hard getting into it because it's like the joker why did people get into it because it's relatable they that, know man some fucking i didn't expect that at all dude i, I thought it was going to be this maniacal laughing guy you know he's got his 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 soldiers with him just blowing shit up and it it turned out to be this this character study of a man with mental health issues and it just goes deeper about his mom and thomas wayne possibly being his dad i'm like yo kudos yeah (laughs) two thumbs up i didn't expect that I don't remember because it's been a while since I've seen it. So correct me if I'm wrong. But the one thing that I'm a little upset about is that they did it, even if it was for a brief second, mm-hmm. give the Harley Quinn as the doctor reference. You know what? I don't know if they did that. It, it's, no. it's been a minute. No. They What they did was throw in Bruce. Like they a love the Thomas Wayne. Uh-huh. They threw in Thomas Wayne. Because it was like a question and in the air, like, is he my father? Yeah. And um, he causes that riot towards and There's two different riots. One of them is kind of like he envisions it. And then the, the second riot, I believe, which I forgot which one was the real one. Uh, the real one ends up having Bruce killed. Pretty much in, not Bruce killed, but um, Bruce's Thomas. parents. Yeah. Thomas and Martha Wayne being killed as in a way of revenge and he sees it on the news you know he you know he's satisfied um they could have taken that out I don't think it needed a Bruce Wayne connection and they could have had like some psychiatrist or some, yeah something to that degree yeah. in the movie like didn't he have like a person he was talking to yeah it was um it was like a neighbor from across the hall yeah and he was so out of sight out of mind she was never with him but yeah apparently he did his little shows and you saw her in the crowd but then later on in the movie you find out that he she's not really there 
Yeah. Um, one point he just breaks into her apartment and, you know, to confess to how much he likes her and she kisses him. Then later to find out that he broke into her apartment too. Like he was weird. He was creepy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it just, I didn't expect it to go. That. It's like he felt bad for Joker. Yeah. That's like, like, dang. What? <laughs> Man. Well, and then like on top of that, like I just think how they did it is they're like rewriting the Joker's origin. Like now there's like a tie with the Waynes. Maybe like they're they're gonna tie in because they did the suicide. Like it's like weird. They're doing like movies that like they're all kind of taking place same time period. So maybe like, but in all of the Harley Quinns or the Suicide Squad, she's getting over Joker or like she's mad at Joker or she's in love That's- with Joker. I, though I don't like that movie, I do like the setup of it. Like she's broken up with the Joker, so where yeah. she is, people having an issue with her now is just like, okay, <laughs> this is some yeah. get back for what you did. Well, um, and like I don't know. Just with that being said, like the what I really want to see is I really don't. Not that I don't care. That's a strong word. But they have a lot of opportunity. Like they could do like the Legion of Superheroes. Like if they're trying to, like, um, that's like Saturn Girl. That's like um, Lightning Lad. All these guys that like, if you want to bring in new characters, new faces, go do stuff like that and make your like little Guardians of the Galaxy kind start of your, start your universe that way. You don't have to chase. Yeah. Or oh, go ahead. Or I think yeah. Um, or I think they should go into the bat family like go make a dick grayson movie go make a a jason todd red hood movie go make these like live action movies that it's all guns like it's not like you need fucking a lot of cgi just go out there and make real authentic relatable stories like you did with joker and every batman character will hit yeah and that's what makes it because batman has a code we know this and then when the family gets extended from his cousin, Batwoman, then depending on which Batgirl we're talking about, depending on which Robin we're talking about, um, shit just goes insane. They don't care. They don't follow his rules. They fight crime how they fight crime. And you're getting sort of like a, not to try to relate it to like kick-ass, but it's sort of, it's like kick-ass. They, they're going by their rules of how they fight crime yeah like even even if we had a movie where it's like one of my favorite animated ones is Batman vs. Robin and it's Damian Wayne and Batman and like Damian's really taking on the Raja Ghoul influence mm-hmm. and it's like I could be just a pure assassin like I could go and just fucking kill everyone and then Batman's like don't kill kind of thing and he's like trying to like restrict him from and then that just creates conflict because like you said he's like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want and then it's like we see Batman and you're like damn like Damien's like putting up a fight like this little dude low key's like really in it and it just like that'd be cool to see like movies like that happen like let's see Batman in a different light now like I he's one of my favorite characters I got a Batman stuffed animal right there dude 
but I I'm tired of seeing him like I don't want it to get played out like I'd rather wait 20 years for a Batman movie yeah I'll see one every five I want I want a very dark Batman movie I don't want this though I love the wholesome Batman the you know he doesn't break his code yeah, we kind of almost got it with the Ben Affleck one, but I don't think they were willing to go that far into it. Um, I want to see like old Batman, bef- like the noir old Batman before the seventies hit. No, not seventies. Excuse me, before the eighties hit. Like there's like this small window in the seventies where it, he was just. <laughs> I don't even think a kid should even be really looking at that comic because he was just dangerous, man. Like Frank Miller's Batman, basically. Like a Frank Miller. I want to see a very dark Batman. Like I know people don't like the the dark Superman type of thing. Like Man of Steel is kind of, that's like the closest we've gotten so far. Like a very depressed, dark Superman. I want more of that. I don't want him smiling all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of Batman stories that are very, very dark. Like, they got one that's, like, the Batman who laughs. Bro, like, I don't, people ain't ready for that, man. <laughs> no, like, and, like, I feel like, I feel like Batman 2, they're cautious because of what happened with Heath Ledger. I feel like, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't want to drive people insane like they did that. So, I... I think that's where it's tough with Batman because it's so real life. Like, really, if you had a shit ton of money and you trained and you did everything, like, technically, you could act like you're Batman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could have a, a, a secret layer. That's, and that's why I'm, I'm giving Robert Pattinson a chance. Mm-hmm. Because when it was first announced that Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker, I laughed. I'm like, are we talking about the Knight's Tale? Heath Ledger, like... <laughs> 10 things I hate about you are are you serious I'm like no way and I just I kept joking and I kept joking then the movie comes out and the entire time I just shut the hell up because I'm like yo this is this is Heath Ledger like <laughs> he's really doing it like and ever since then I just I thought I'm like yo he's amazing I take back everything I said all the jokes I say Heath Ledger is incredible, but yeah. yeah. I, that's, so that's why I'm giving Robert Pattinson a chance to play Batman. I want to see what he does. Yeah, and and I'm curious to see. Like, I mean, since we're on the topic of who's playing Batman, I'm curious to see if they if they're grooming the guy off Gotham to like ultimately take like okay, like this is your career. Like, you're gonna grow up on Gotham, and then we're gonna cast you for all the Batman movies. Or do you think like he walks away from it? I doubt it because yeah. Smallville, for the longest time, I wanted Tom Welling to, and it was set up that way. And I'm like, oh shit, they could get him to play Superman in the, you know, in the upcoming movies, and it didn't happen. Mm. Um, because I really like DC needs to get their other heroes involved. Yep, like they casted Supergirl so well that it's like it kind of makes me sad that like she's not gonna be in a movie like you know what i mean like yeah because i really do like the girl that plays her 
and I really like the Flash that's on CW and better than I like the Flash and Justice. I, I bro, you preaching to the choir because I I wanted Grant Gustin to play the Flash in the movie. I'm like, oh, he's perfect. Yeah. I just don't get why they they don't want him. Like I don't know. You think it's just his contract obligations to the show? Probably that, and at the same time, um, they could probably tie it in a way. Oh, that's a that's a different Barry Allen. Yeah, shit like no, that. Yeah. some dumb shit. Yeah, like I don't know. I um, like especially Supergirl. They there's a lot of like I really like how they tied Martian Manhunter into that series. Mm-hmm. I like he's like my, I like he's my favorite character period throughout that show. Yeah, and uh, and I like what got me about Supergirl is they started getting away from like. Supergirl storylines and they started making it about like justice within like social justice yeah and like alien rights and and I'm just like dude like that like (laughs) as much as like I I am an equality person Mm -hmm. it's just like enough's enough you know what I mean like I her comic dude Supergirl's comic is top notch and I know most people aren't gonna like what are you talking about fam read some of supergirl stuff her shit is amazing like like why like let's get a supergirl versus power girl mm. like they're basically the same thing it's just a clone and it's like like i don't know i just feel like supergirl in the movie or i mean i mean in the tv show versus is that she's just very inexperienced but Supergirl in the cartoon is almost like she's just naive. Like she just, she just gets herself all caught up. So I, I feel like how they portrayed her in the show was like, like, or like in the animated stuff, Supergirl's always messing things up, or she's like, like doing this wrong, or doing that wrong, or like tries to help people. So she goes and saves these people while a building starts falling and all these other people are in danger. And she's like, ah, like what the fuck? Like how does? How does Clark do all this? And then, um, but like in the show, she like overcomes that. Like they show like the first season, that's what she's like. And she's like, you know, like this is just too hard. And then like you get to like season five and she's like just kicking people's ass. And I'm just like, dude, this is so bad ass. Like, and and it's I mean, I do appreciate too. I do though in the later seasons, I'm like, oh, this not bad yeah. I do like her I do like the the fight scenes that she's she's in yeah and like like the strength of her opponents it's like that's that's the thing that like I liked DC Legends of Tomorrow for a little bit mm-hmm. but then it just got to where it was like just so much that it was just it's, hard to like follow it's hard know? it is really hard to keep up with and I think they got renewed for another season yeah and but it's like DC exclusive, they got Titans, and that show, that show is so bad ass, man. You go I see. I think it's June, the season three. Is it yeah. season three, June or July? Um, I don't know. Last time I looked, it was getting like it just kept getting pushed because um, I think they got it set up for a June release, and they said when it premieres, they're premiering the first three episodes in the first day yeah because like what i liked about them is like 
like earlier, like you said that you were trying to see a Batman versus Deathstroke, and it's like season two, we got that, Deathstroke. That was, even then, um, Deathstroke in in Titan season two, hey, the the guy that they got to play him looked yeah. just like Deathstroke out of the comics, badass, not Had that played life. with. He's, and he's yeah, scary. He, <laughs> and he had that like human relatability. Like once they started talking about Jericho and his son and everything, mm-hmm. like you could tell, like, okay, like I'm really gonna fuck you guys up, but I'm not gonna kill you because my son doesn't want me to. And right. and I liked that because kind of like what you're saying about Thanos, that's kind of like he was showing like a respect, like, okay, like I'm trusting you with my son and like Dick Grayson. I don't know, Dick Grayson, I just feel like is me to a T. It's just like, every, like he just in a way kind of either pushes people away because he doesn't want them to get hurt by him or like, not by him, but like by like people trying to get to him or like he just, he knows who he is so much to where it's like, he just removes himself from situations and it's like i really like how he did that in season two like i was like man like everybody needs dick and he got himself into jail because he just like man i i don't know why to they go through that i don't i don't understand that and like by a bullet no um the Oh, the light pole fell on her. Yeah, at the uh, carnival, the little yeah. thing. And I'm like, what the hell? I don't think she's dead, really. You think she just got hurt and like? And well, apparently, so it's it's given away at the fact that yes, she's dead, but Raven, Raven's mm. developed powers to be to bring the dead back to life, and she went to Themyscira with the Amazon. So I don't know what's gonna happen with that. And then yeah. you see Jason Todd off in the distance. They're about to set up for Red Hood. Oh, God, um, it's gonna be so fucking fire, bro. Uh, Black fires on Earth now. Yeah, so then it's gonna be Starfire versus her. Yeah, and how did you like the casting of Starfire? I, I do. I like her. Like at yeah. first, I was like, man, it's <laughs> something. It's something missing. But now. Like I, I like how her characters get fleshed out more. She's got mm-hmm. a little backstory going, so I, I like her a lot. Yeah. Um. Didn't like Aqualad. I mean, I liked. Yeah. I feel like the guy they casted was like a good fit, but like, come on, like I don't just don't just because you put a black Starfire. Don't don't take away like Aqualad in in Young Justice. Mm-hmm. I will never like. I don't ever want to see. I want to see a black dude with blonde hair. Like, like I, I don't care if they gotta dye their hair. I don't care. Make it work. I've seen. I've seen it happen. I, I know you've seen it. Like, it, it can happen. And yeah, just... I see. Here's the thing too. With the reason why I do like Starfire. Okay. For this iteration, because <sighs> I don't think the budget with that show all of the majority of that budget would have went to starfire if they made her the way that that she's supposed to look yeah i feel you so i'm like you know what i'm kind of i'm okay with her being you know this black woman being starfire her sister and i'm kind of cool with that i'll leave it alone 
but yeah, with Aqualad, I was like, eh, eh, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, because because dude, I really liked every character they casted in that, and like, even though I just said that about Aqualad, it was just because of like you know, I just want to see the Aqualad I saw in Young Justice, but. I felt like the character development between all the characters, I really liked Hawk and Dove. That was, it was so cool seeing the guy from Blue Mountain State mm-hmm. playing Hawk. Cause like, I don't know, he was always like, like Thad, man. That that guy always had me dying on that show. And then just like, like to <laughs> see so him serious. in like, in a serious way, I was like, yo, like you're really yeah. good at acting. Yo. And then like, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of, cool to see like a guy like that who's ripped as fuck and just like to go through and like how he like saved his like his brother to go and like you know go through that unfortunate experience in his life that his gym teacher started touching him but he did that to protect his brother because he knew what was happening and like just the humility behind that kid like like that was a kid making a decision like you know, I'd rather me go through this because I can handle it as to you and you've already been through so much. Like, go home. You know, like, I don't know. And and it just, like, how how then him and his brother were hawking dove, because that's what the comics were like. Yeah. I mean, and then and then he died, and then they they met at some grieving thing, and, like, Hawk and Dove fell in love, and it became like them, and then they got too attached to, like, fighting that they didn't have a like a relationship and when dove wanted one hawk wasn't ready to give it up and then that's what like fuck this shit (laughs) i want to fight crime (laughs) so i just liked how season two was they brought so many new characters in and then it divided everybody yeah my favorite character is still raven period it'll always be raven i don't know why i just think raven's like one of the coolest freaking characters ever (laughs) Yeah, like her portrayal in the cartoon Teen Titans, mm-hmm. even the comics, and in this. So, so how did you feel about Cyborg being on Doom Patrol instead of Teen Titans? <sighs> it's weird because Beast Boy, Beast Boy is an actual member of Doom Patrol, of the Doom Patrol. Yeah, and. Cyborg's never been a part of Doom Patrol, so I'm like, why is he there? Like, like just bring him on to, to the me, Titans. Like, though Beast Boy, and I, I would like to see Beast, even though I, I don't know, maybe Beast Boy is a fan favorite of people. He's he's definitely a favorite of mine, but maybe that was the case. I don't know, or they didn't know where to put him. I think they did it for uh, you're gonna be what saves the show, like not. Because people, to be honest, people do not know what the hell Doom Patrol is. Let me just be honest. It just looks desperate. Like, it looks like his storyline would have fit so good in season two because he would have went off his own journey. And then maybe, like, that's when he found all the stuff out. His body started malfunctioning. And, like, one of the Teen Titans had to go and, like, save him. But yet, we get, like, this Doom Patrol version of where it's basically saying, like, Cyborg was, like, a mistake which he how he got hurt was a mistake but everything about reprogramming him was intentional mm-hmm. and like 
he always had a riff with his dad but they made it more they made it more about like i forgot the doctor of doom patrol but the guy in the wheelchair yeah they made it like they made it like him and silas stone didn't like each other right yeah and then that's what made and he's like oh i can help you victor and then like he goes and like trains victor that like all this stuff and he's like oh i hate my dad well and then like his dad's like look i'm not so i just feel like if they would have taken out doom patrol and had that same storyline and then cyborg met teen titans and dick grayson's like oh bro i can train you and get you all good like that that's what missed that's what made that's me what a little from tv shows remember tv shows used to do that man like what show was that i think steve urkel somehow mm. showed up on step by step or something like that oh yeah so just some weirdness like they so i see exactly what you mean if they had did that that would have been amazing but i don't i don't think they're going to try to think that far ahead or they're willing to or they know to but as we're talking crossovers you know it, it'd be cool to see like kind of like how the cw universe how they do like those like each episode like one episode from each show there's like a four episode thing and each show has their own but it's like crossover like that'd be cool to see like teen titans and like like doom patrol maybe crossover and like that'd be they, cool. just stuff like that because there's already interchangeable characters but i'm ready to see i hope season three i hope the conflict we get is uh i think it'll be worth it Teen Titans versus the Hive. Really? You think it'll be? I mean, that's not what I think, but that's what like I'm hoping to get that storyline, like where like Raven's still trying to figure herself out. You know, Beast Boy's still trying to max. Like he's like, I mean, he showed the snake and he showed the tiger, but I'm ready to see Beast Boy actually turn into multiple beasts. Um, which I know that's gonna be a lot of money, so I don't know if we're gonna get all that, but uh. Like Starfire, like flying or something. Like I, like I'm ready to see each of these characters. Because it's like it seems like they're taking their time because we were supposed to get Nightwing in season one. Yeah, and we didn't get that till the end of season two. But in, like the last like ten minutes, we got oh shit, Nightwing. Like I knew you knew, but like people just watching, they might have been like, oh, like what's what's gonna happen to this guy? Like where did he go? Like why is he not helping? Yeah. And then it's like, when he comes back, or I mean, for season three, I think now, I think we're gonna, I could be speculating, but depending on how fast this timeline's moving, mm -hmm. we could get Damian Wayne Robin. And then that's where Nightwing kind of starts falling back and like Bruce kind of tells him like hey like like let's see how Dwayne like or Damien leads these guys and see because like say like he naturally gets them to like respect him and then like Jason Todd like maybe like they get in a fight about who's the Robin or whatever and then maybe that's when you Jason, know, Jason Todd like Bruce just dropped his ass off to Calvin like hey you take Jason see if you can mold him into something and clearly <laughs> you're seeing that's not working at all <laughs> yeah and 
I think what people Red Hood is a has to be I don't know like do you think he's considered a hero or a villain um I see him as a hero in a sense I don't yeah. see him it's as, like a yeah I don't see him it's, as a villain at all because even then what he is is not his fault mm-hmm. yeah and it's like I don't know I just remember like the storyline of like Batman doing everything he could to try and like say like it was the animated version of like Red Hood and like the opening scene just hit so hard. It was like Joker capture or like like was fighting Batman and Robin, Jason Todd, and then took Jason Todd to some abandoned house and like strapped a bomb around him and then gave Batman the location with like twenty seconds left. Yep. Batman does everything he can to get there and the second he gets there he sees it explode. And like he didn't go look he just assumed that he was dead and that's where jason todd builds that animosity yeah. like damn bro like you you really didn't give a fuck about me and then so they kind of they kind of got that but i think that's what we're gonna get season three is we're gonna get that now he starts re- rebelling and the nightwing and red hood are kind of like not fighting each other but i could see that being a storyline it's like nightwing's like Jason, you don't know what you're doing. And he's like, you don't, like, you're gonna, like, he's just shouted all these things, like, you're gonna let Bruce tell you. And he's like, I don't fight for Bruce. You know, it's gonna be one of those kinds of things. Yeah, man, I I, I think it's June when it releases. Yeah. And um, the premiere day, <clears throat> we're getting the first three episodes. I'm ready. And I, I here's the thing too. I like Superboy's story arc when he was first introduced. Uh-huh. Like he's okay now. Like as the season went on, he's okay. But like the story arc from like when he was introduced mm-hmm. to going to Smallville, and then that right there to me was great. And he could have just been he could have left. They could have written him off the show and did something else. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Cause it's like they didn't add anything else to him after that. Yeah, and then and then he just got captured. Yeah, man. They could have did so much more with it. They just like, yeah, he's a clone, the mixture of Lex Luthor and Superman. And I'm like, uh, but they're not here in this series, so why would that matter? Like, <laughs> give him his own show at least. Yeah, like, uh. Yeah, I would like to see. Uh... Oh no, Aqualad was the one that died by the bullet, right? He just got yep. shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and then like Wonder Woman was next to him. That's why I. I yeah. Okay. But um, I don't know. The reason why I wanted to see the Hive is because I really I'm thinking about the animated Teen Titans series and just oh, like yeah, yeah. I forgot like, about that. Like just like they had the exact matchups to like go against like I, I forgot all the people in Hive's name <laughs> like I couldn't probably tell you one of them I just remember like descriptions like there was like the guy that was in like the chair and he was kind of like smart and like he just built gadgets and he was just like a gadget guy and like he always lined up with Robin and stuff like that there was like um, Killer B or like whatever as like a kid or like whatever be person they had like fingers and they like fight so i don't know i felt like 
those kinds of act like i don't want to see just one guy taking on all these people because to me even though that's how it was sometimes it just looks weak and it makes me like okay like deathstroke's taking on all these people and he's he's holding back oh yeah yeah he was definitely holding back like i was like no freaking way he would have slaughtered the hell out of all of them like and uh was it raven starfire and uh wonder girl in the vehicle towards the ending Mm. and he shot up the vehicle oh yeah they would have died yeah i was like man i said he he meant to miss on purpose i'm like if he wanted to it would have been a wrap yeah and like uh Actually, I take that back. There was that scene where Starfire and Destro did fight each other for the first time. And she held her own. <laughs> yeah, but Starfire doesn't even know her full potential yet. And that's, yeah, that's what, what I'm Like, I want to see, like, Dick Grayson and Starfire not just act like they're the oldest ones. I want to see them, like... I want to see Starfire, like, nobody knows their powers better than her. Like, Raven makes sense that she's learning. Dick has to know everything. It makes sense that Jason's learning. But, like, this next series, like, I can't, I can't be a part of watching Starfire still learning her powers. Like, right. Mm-hmm. She, especially with her sister showing up. Yeah like, yeah, like, on the timeline that she's on, like, okay, she's smart. She knows, like, what the fuck is up, what she's, like, running from, like, what her sister's capable of. She's obviously has a good head on herself. Let's let's not dumb it down and act like she doesn't know that she ha- can shoot fire out of her hand. Like, let's not, let's not. But I liked how they built her character. And same thing with Dick Grayson. I want to see him go out there and just be lethal. Like. He doesn't even show up on Team Titans missions anymore because he doesn't need to show up with all of them. Nope. Like, that's what I want to see. And then, like, Beast Boy. Beast Boy's a little more sensitive, I think, than he was in the cartoon. Like, the cartoon, he was just kind of, like, he was just, like, always making jokes out of shit. I loved him in the cartoon. (laughs) That's what happens when you take his best friend. Like, if Cyborg is not there, you're not going to get that comical relief from Titans. Because everyone else wasn't funny. Like, they, like, Robin was serious. Starfire was kind of like, I was like, dumb. Like, didn't really, like, know much. Raven was like, I'm not talking to you guys. And then, like, and then there was, like, Beast Boy and Cyborg who would just sit there and make just corny ass jokes. But it it was like, it, like, it was just funny because, like, Beast Boy was such a little kid. Like, he was a boy. Mm -hmm. This, Beast Boy in the show is like becoming a goddamn man. Like he's having feelings. Like dude, about to fall in love. Like I want to see him. Like yeah, yeah. It is one episode in Teen Titans where it was set up like a horror movie, I think. And the source of it was like Raven's powers or something like that. And Beast Boy the entire time <laughs> he was. <laughs> He was like, you guys got to remember, he was setting up rules and shit. And he was like, I think the first one, he said, rule number one, he said, the cute one always dies. <laughs> he was the first one to go. <laughs> and when he got taken, you could hear him. He's like, I told you the cute one goes first. <laughs> I was like, man, 
like i wish i wish we got that in the show i understand the seriousness of titans i just yeah. wish we got that comedic factor from beast boy oh man it's like it's like the only the only comic relief you get from beast boy is when he changes back to human and he's naked yeah it's kind of funny yeah that and him being when he was by himself in the titan's tower oh yeah oh yeah he was just kind of like 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 doing the same thing coffee and shit like that (laughs) he's kind of fucking it up and that was yeah yeah it's like after like 20 days of being alone dude was just a wreck (laughs) no yeah but like so all in all titans is really dope you know i think um but yeah, there's there's only so much. It's crazy. There's so much money in the world, but when it comes to like people using it, it seems like there's not enough. <laughs> it, exactly. It's like so. Where's all this money we talk about? But like, where's all the? Where's we need the Green Lantern live action. We need the 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 Titan season three, which is coming. But we need. We need like just we, we content, need, endless content. Writers that care. That's our, and then technically that's us in a sense. And we're coming with these ideas on the fly. Mm-hmm. We just need people to take their time and actually care and put stories like this together. Like let's play the I mean, game in a sense. Yeah. Honestly, you know what's crazy that you said that, bro, is that me and my ex you know like we resolved it you know like we just decided that because i created everything it just makes more sense for me even though she contributed a lot of the writing like she wrote the first five chapters of the book i'm working on and like since she's left you know she's the writer so you know I'm, I'm I'm at the point where now i'm just coming up with just a lot of ideas and when i have the money to do stuff then i'll like just invest in it myself because yeah. it's like i don't have the time to sit there and really write out a, a full book but i can come up with like i don't know but us two actually should talk about a character for you and then because like all my characters um i base it off of like people i know and it's just kind of like what planet um in our solar system like do you think that you like connect with the most and then just kind of like you pick kind of and then you just tell me everything you want and then like i'll get back to you and i'll kind of like come up with like like an in-depth storyline and then like from there then what i give you then we work on it together and then like because like i finished my first book and it's kind of like an infinity war Mm -hmm. to where like a lot of shit goes on and it's like this big old world but then like bless you and then but like when it ends there's like a cliffhanger so i'm like i'm trying to come up with the next saga and so let me ask you this would you rather see if there's a story with a bunch of heroes they're like a team kind of like in a sense kind of like teen titans in a way they're all kind of like misfits that fit together and they're taking on a solar system crisis would you want to see the next storyline be more individualized or do you want to see the team aspect keep going like just as a fan of comics like what would you rather see like would you rather not break down the same stories that you already read but like 
break down what happens next or would you rather see it go like in like a more less like characters but more like impact maybe i don't know something like that i know that's a lot to ask because you don't really know the story that much so it's kind of like shit i would say more of like an individual aspect It, it it'll give some detail on certain characters okay especially ones that you you become attached to uh-huh and it'll bring up like because of course when it comes to character development you have like if you don't care about the character and it's like what's the point of even trying to explain it uh-huh so you want to kind of break it up a little bit not not so much but just a little bit to the point where people care about this character or that character like you know some some deep background like a, a deep issues and whatever your story is about because like you said i don't necessarily know yeah <laughs> i would i would say um, more of a bigger or you know a deeper impact of the individual side of the characters um okay yeah so that's kind of where i was going um like i've I've been wanting to really get into a new hero. And I just think you really like superheroes and stuff. And I feel like if you took a little bit of time to think about it and- Oh dude, I, I think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, like, dude, I bet I bet after after the podcast, we'll probably chop it up a little bit. We might just, our next um, our next episode is gonna be my characters fighting. No, just, no but like, uh, I wish, man, it'd be sick to have it out there for the public and then to do, like, our own series of, like, heroes that, like, I created. That'd be hard. Um, But I've come up with just crazy, crazy, like, storylines. Like, um, not that, like, uh, I don't want to give anything away, like, on air, but but just, like, I take things. I take things that I find fascinating and I just like, I just run with it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Cause like, kind of like DC and Marvel, how they have different ways that the heroes become who they are. I'm thinking of like, kind of like, okay, well like Marvel's more like mutations, kind of like DC's more like accidents or they're just born or they're both just born with it, you know? So it's like, I wanted mine to be kind of unique to each character like it's not like a overall like oh hulk got mutated spider-man got mutated wolverine got mutated like there's all these different people that you could just sit there and put in one category like mine are all they're all kind of their own category and then maybe there's like the lesser characters but i don't know like the thing i love about mine is just it's it involves our planet's so it's not like some random planet Hoth or something, you know? Yeah. As dope as Hoth is, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like also like an angel and de- angel versus demon spiritual conflict throughout the universe, kind of like who is in control. And it's like, there's an equal balance, but they're always trying to like, adjust that and then just kind of like the game of thrones concept where it's like each each planet's kind of like their own kingdom mm-hmm. into where it's like there's royalty spread through so like all that stuff like 
like just keep like like all that stuff in mind on yours and just kind of being like okay like so i would i'm sorry so so okay come up with my own character but bait what did you want me to base off of or it's just basically like pick your own like planet <clears throat> i mean not your own planet but pick what planet like you like the most and then um and then pick like angel or demon influence like you could because like so the thing is, is there's half bloods but there's only there's only like a handful mm-hmm. so like i think for you just pick one or the other and then but don't let it define like you could be an angel and be bad you know what i mean like you could right. be a demon and be good because that's why we're like taking on that concept why the fuck did it call you <laughs> no, I'm, I'm literally about to put my shit on fucking. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I could definitely do something like airplane. that. And it's weird that you do say that because mm-hmm. the assignment that I'm on now is um, based on character development or the final project. Oh, actually, I think I know. I think I know the part you're talking about. Yeah. So that's why. I'm... So, yeah, that'll give me something to really um, dive deep into. I work tomorrow, so. Oh, yeah, bro. Like, like, there's nothing going on. So I'll I'll have all the time in the world during the work hours, just writing shit down for no reason, just coming up with just ideas. Um, And yeah, bro. And then off air, off air, I'll definitely I'll give you a scoop of kind of like my character's background and then and then. I came with this new villain that, that I'll have to tell you real quick, too. But. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, like, do you think we should just call it here? Yeah, let's call it here. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, that that was the second issue of DC vs. Marvel. Um, turned into a... Let's, let's say, like, a fan convention of yeah. Marvel DC because we had a very... A round one knockout, you know, like it was a. Because <laughs> the more I started thinking about Sinestro, and I thought about, I was like, wait a minute, this. That's when I started stumbling a little bit, and I'm like, yeah, this ain't about to go well at all. I know when I put that poll up, and you go around asking for the poll, I was like, this landslide fight, no chance. Oh, you know what we didn't do, which is my fault. I should have did this at the beginning. We didn't announce the winner of last week. Yeah, issue one. Yeah, so issue one, um, Cassandra Kane came with the win. It was it, it got close towards the end. Mm-hmm. Black Widow started making some a late push, probably because people started listening to my input. No I'm joking, <laughs> but uh, hey, I'm not gonna lie, man. I mean, you uh, put up a good like that matchup between those two is perfect. Yeah, that, um, that was. Better, yeah. no better way to start off uh, a show like that. Yeah. So, I'm thinking next week we can, or next issue we will get um, a more even matchup for sure. We will. Cause I don't know what the hell I was thinking, bro. I don't, I, no, dude. <laughs> there's nothing. It's like you know, like if you go play like Mortal Kombat and you pick like your favorite character and someone picks the most overpowered character and they just beat you real quick it's like okay like bro like if you would have picked 
you know, like an even character, like you ain't getting me like that. So it's like, it's not, it's not, there's nothing to be ashamed of or anything. Mysterio is definitely a very dope character and people should check him out still. It's just when it comes to Sinestro, uh, when you're one of the most powerful lanterns in multiple colors of rings, you, you're a badass. <laughs> Is when you said like I'm familiar with the green, yellow, and the white lantern, and I did forget that he did take hold of the white ring. So when you said that, I was like, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> Maybe I should have picked um, Dormammu or something like that, <laughs> or fucking um, Galactus. <laughs> yeah, just some like, just like, just like being. But um, but yeah. So feel free to um, check us out. You know, my Instagram is Malik underscore underscore Miller, um, and feel free to let me know if you think if you think Mysterio has a chance against the next row, and if you do or don't, tell me who you think would be a good fight against Sinestro. I think. I would love to hear that from you guys. Yeah, man. If you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at I Sid Davis. Um, this is my, this is a podcast within a podcast. An amazing idea that Malik came up with. I, I don't see how it had, I'm pretty sure it's been, like I said, it's probably been thought of before, but um, it's just dope to just go ahead and jump into it and fill our way out and, you know, from from there we can just see where you know take the show. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't know, man. I I just think it's a cool idea that you came up with because I'm like, damn, this. I don't know, man. I took I took that thinking, you absolutely love podcasting, and I ran with it. I said, what's something that I could just? And then like I heard your podcasts about the Justice League, and I was like, man, like. This dude really likes superheroes like that, and then and then I, it just it just hit me. I tell you, my brain is weird. Listen, every other hour throughout the day, I'm thinking about trying to create a superhero. Like it's like it's always been like that. I'm like, damn. If I think of a superhero, what would he have? Like, what type of powers? Would his suit? Mm -hmm. Oh shit! What would his suit look like? Um, just that in the third, like. Is he like a loner? Is he, you know, is he about mm -hmm. teaming up? Like, what would he be like? So, yeah, I'm yeah. always thinking about that shit, man. So, yeah. So, um, I hope that you guys like the podcast and we will have the next issue coming up um, in a couple of weeks. Like, I think every two weeks we like to do it. So, yeah. um, that gives us enough time to game plan, kind of come up with good matchups and provide you guys the best content who knows we may this may lead to something like down the line and we could be you could potentially see us discussing more serious superhero topics who knows so it's all up to you guys so hit that like and subscribe or follow us wherever you listen to us and like we will always make sure that we give our our best for you guys so thank you and uh, we are available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. 
Um, and exclusively, you can go to bynkradio.net forward slash podcast. Um, go to podcast, scroll down to the social introvert, and you can listen from there or wherever uh, the interwebs take you to listen to this podcast. Yeah, and I think um, I think that's going to do it for me. And I hope that you guys check out Sinestro because he's badass. All right, guys. Peace. Radio.